You're listening to Under the Sun Podcast. Get ready for interviews with guests that are experts and enthusiasts in all kinds of fields and topics where we discuss a little bit of everything. Everything? Everything. What about everything? You heard it, folks. Nothing is off limits. If it's under the sun, we're talking about it. Ready to have your mind melted? And now, the dawn of discourse, the connoisseur of conversation, the chief of chit-chat, your host, Evan Dixon. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, Victoria. Hi. (laughs) How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for coming down today. I very much appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. I was kind of concerned. I was, we live an hour and a half away, right? Mm -hmm. And I wasn't sure if we were going to make this work. So I was thinking, last resort, we were going to do a Zoom call. Zoom call? Yeah. Hmm. And I am so glad that you took the time to come down and talk with me because I am a more in-person, hands-on visual guy. Yeah. No, I honestly, it's not that bad of a drive. I do it a lot anyways, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I went down to Colorado Springs a couple months ago, and there was just a lot of construction past Castle Rock, I believe. Are they still doing it there? Yes, or? that has been going on for the longest time. No kidding. When I was moving into my freshman dorm, they still were working on that road. It's been a pain to drive on so but it's getting better hopefully it'll be done soon yeah uh it's an hour and a half without traffic but when i went down there it was around if i remember correctly i don't think it was over three and a half hours but i think it was like three hours and 15 minutes right yeah it it, was so painful sitting and stop and go traffic because i i drive a manual i drive a stick so you know clutch in clutch out clutch in clutch out you know it's not it's so satisfying from going from first gear to second gear because you're stuck in first gear for like 45 minutes. And then once you get above 15 miles an hour, you're like, oh my God, this is beautiful. Yeah, that's a pain, honestly. And then the roads are so like packed in together. Yeah. And then there's semi trucks on both of sides of you. And Right. I'm such uh, an impatient person too. I, was, I wasn't screaming at my windshield, but I was getting close. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Let's move along. Like, let's move faster. That drive is not fun, but I'm a pro at it now, so. Hey, let's go. I like that. Yeah. Um. There's just so much construction going around as in the Denver and Arvada area, too, and I'm so sick of it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, on Ralston Road, there's one on Indiana. It, there's just construction everywhere, and then you always have to either slow down or sit in traffic, and again impatient person so i think it's really also the state is getting super like populated oh, more, yeah. more more people from california that's exactly Ugh. what it is that's exactly what it is and as i'm wearing I, a chargers I hat i don't i don't mind because this state is fucking awesome it's great but it, sometimes it does get on my nerves i'm like we need another plague already <laughs> I mean, we kind of have one. So. Right? <laughs> kidding, kidding. All jokes aside. But I thank you for DMing me. You DMed me like a week ago. You said you want to come on the podcast and talk about your job in the Olympics and stuff. And I, we're not like 
good friends, but I've known you. Like, I think we've we follow each High other school. on Instagram and you know on Snapchat. I think we've been following each other for a couple years. Yeah. And I had no idea that you do what you do, and I know what you do, but the people listening don't tell them what you do. Yeah. So I work at the United States Olympic and Paralympic Museum. I am a guest experience um, person, so I basically just handle everything in the museum from the ticketing desk to greeting people outside in the plaza to going to different places like the zoo and telling people about the Olympic Museum um, to going in the galleries and sharing um, stories about artifacts and stuff like that. So yeah, that's what I do. So really cool. That's really cool. And how did how did this come about? How did you get into this? Were you always into the Olympics or did, were you just looking for a job or yeah. how did that work? <laughs> Actually, this is a funny story. So I um, am a sports communication man, uh, management major. So um, of course I want to work in the sports industry. However, I was working at Chiba Hut. <laughs> I was working at Chiba Hut. I love it. Yeah. Um, and then I got let go because of COVID, me and, like, six other people, which was – it was kind of upsetting. I liked working there. It was fun. Um, and then I got a job at the Kissing Camels Resort. It's, like, a golf course, and I was a server there. Um this is down in Colorado Springs, but my boss, like, ghosted me for a week after I got sick, so I, w- I quit. I was like, you know, this is super unprofessional, so I was looking online, and I've always wanted to work at the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Museum. They just opened, and I saw that they had an opening, and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, Um, So I applied. I was in a group interview and I was so nervous and thankfully I got the job. So yeah, but um, I've always grown up with the Olympics because my mom was the vice president of the USOC. No way. Yeah, for the London Olympic Games. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was was pretty cool. So I did grow up around the Olympics and I do um, know the vice president now his name's charlie so he's really nice shout out to charlie hi charlie (laughs) i hope you're not listening (laughs) charlie get off right now stop listening i like my job please don't fire me (laughs) um so before the podcast we were talking about this museum and stuff and i was kind of under the impression it was more traditional but isn't it like a little more like virtual and stuff yeah, so this is how the museum works. And the way it's set up is different, too, than from traditional museums. So um, we send our guests up an elevator, and it goes down in, like, a spiral. Um, it weird, and it's a one-way museum. You don't really see those. And so when you are done with the first exhibit, you go to the next, and then the next. And okay. then you end up at the theater and then you exit so it that's how it works but we do have a lot of um technology in our museum um we have we give our guests passes with rfids which is a radio frequency identification so once you go up to our technology it um recognizes who you are and it saves all of your scores from the interactives you do um 
to if you see a cool fact you're like this is super interesting you can bookmark it and save it for later and this will be all sent to your quote-unquote digital locker which is your email so it is pretty (laughs) technologically advanced so can you imagine if we change the word email to like digital Digital locker locker. (laughs) i mean kind of I mean, you get electronic mail, and it's all personal to you from other people. (laughs) Yeah, I think we call it the digital locker because it's, like, kind of sports-themed. and But I go to older folks. I'm like, this is your email. So so this is called an electronic mail, otherwise known as email. Email. (laughs) This is how you do it. Yeah, a lot of older people get pretty upset. They're like, I came here for the artifacts. I don't like this technology. So I just, I'm like, you don't have to do it. It's not all technology. It's it's a lot of artifacts as well. So. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to come down. I didn't even know this was a thing in Colorado Springs. It a lot of really people cool. don't know about it, which is very surprising. It is the, it opened a year ago. Um, and oh, it, really? Yeah, it opened up a year oh, ago. Yeah, so it's pretty new. Um, construction started 2017. Um, but yeah, we surprisingly, and we just were on the news. We were on like KOAA TV, like during the Olympics, and they actually did a broadcast of um, our museum. You could probably even see me. So Ooh, that was on like. Fix on the news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they even did a TikTok of me, so you might be able to see that. But, hey, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. So. It, yeah, it's pretty, like, new, but not a lot of people, like, know about it, which is pretty surprising because it's the only um, actual Olympic museum in the United States. Really? Yes. Uh, that has, like, the summer, winter, Paralympic, Olympic. Yeah. So, it's there's two in Canada, but, yeah, this is the only one in the U.S., I don't know if you know this, but I'll ask anyway. Do you know why they chose Colorado Springs? Was there a specific yes. reason? Yes, I do actually know that. So, um, Darn a lot it, I of I thought I was going to stump you. A lot, no, a <laughs> lot of people don't know this either. But the Colorado Springs is actually known as Olympic City, USA. So really? yes, so we have. USA um, volleyball down there. We have USA basketball. I'm pretty sure we have a bunch of other like like we have USA triathlon. Um, we have a lot more organizations, and then we also have the um, United States Olympic Committee. So and, and yeah, it's just Olympic City USA. So that's where all the Olympics are. That's so cool. Yeah. And the IOC, which is the International Olympic Committee, I'm pretty sure. With the, so this is that's the committee for like everywhere in the world. Um, that's in Switzerland, but yeah, but in Colorado Springs, that's where it's based. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, what kind of artifacts do you have? Like, do you have a, for instance, a track runner shoe or something, or do you have Wheaties boxes? Do you have a hockey stick? Yeah. What kind of yeah. So we, it's really really cool. We have a lot. We have a full collection of all the torches, which is really cool. Ooh. Yeah, I've actually got to hold the torch that Muhammad Ali lit in that Atlanta Games, which is pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, and then we have medals from long, long time ago to present. Um, we also have, we have the Miracle on Ice 
um, scoreboard from the Lake Placid game. A lot of people go in and see it, and they start crying because they're like, I remember watching this in the 80s and just bawling my eyes out. Yeah, so, because it was a very, very historical game for just USA, so. Um, And then we have, oh my gosh, we have so much. I could go on for hours. We actually have a USA um, basketball jersey when Kobe Kobe Bryant was on the team we have him's signature on it yeah yeah <laughs> every time Kobe is just brought up I'm like rest in peace yeah we yeah Such a cool it's, it's really sad but we have yeah that's super cool yeah. though and you said you can like interact with this museum kind of like you said you can race against an olympian kind of yeah so we have oh this is gallery four if anybody a co-worker boss is listening to me i didn't say this but gallery four is terrible um to work <laughs> it's so bad people get so mad because it's something's wrong they want to run on the track again blah 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 but um yeah we have a track it so it picks up your RFIDs and it's um it times you and sees how many miles per hour you're going and you can also there's a big screen and you can race against a Olympic or Paralympic athlete we have Jesse Owens we have April Holmes yeah and so you can compare your times that's so cool do you guys have like a record of like the fastest person that ran in that museum yeah we do. We have records with... Do you know what the speed is? I have no idea. I don't know. I remember <laughs> I saw this thing a couple it's years actually ago me, where... Guys. Was it? Was It, <laughs> it was it you. It was me. I'm Spoiler the fastest. <laughs> I beat Jesse. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> but go ahead. Um, I saw this thing a couple years ago, and I want to say it was Usain Bolt, but don't quote me on that. But he was racing an ostrich. Ostriches are really fast for some reason. I wouldn't think that. But they are. But that's not the point. The point is he got up to, like, 24 miles an hour just running. Just put that down on paper and think about it in your head, you know? Like, that's the average school zone speed limit or, like, your neighborhood speed limit. He's running 24 miles an hour. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm just asking because I would love to come down to this museum and see how fast I would run, being a sprinter and all, you know? Yeah, I don't know about that whole fact with Usain Bolt, but – um, there are people who like go on the track and once they start, Jesse Owens is already across the finish line there. when we have their goodness. accurate time. So yeah, we have their accurate speeds, which is pretty cool. But, and we also don't just have a track. We have, um, skeleton, we have archery, we have sled hockey, which is a Paralympic sport. Mm-hmm. Um, we have skiing. And we have goalball, which is also a Paralympic sport. That's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, Do you have an end goal for this job or something right now? Like, are you hoping to work with Olympians at some point or maybe market for them? Or are you just happy with this job? Yeah, I, I do like it, but I want to get into the more broadcasting and business side. Mm-hmm. This is more of a um, guest experience side of it i mean yes i i do get to work with the olympians because in paralympians because they do come in and they are our guests sometimes but i do want to go into more of a business aspect of it rather than a yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) that's super cool yeah 
the Olympics are something. What's the word I'm looking for? Extraordinary. Let's use that. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> I like that word. It's something extraordinary, right? You have people from all around the world, from you know, hundreds of different countries, and they are competing in this one arena to be the best in the world. Period. And it happens, you know, once every four years, two if you do summer and winter, right? Or is it? Yeah. yeah. So this year it's kind of weird. So um, because of COVID, the Olympics uh, got postponed for a year, the Summer Olympics. I noticed that. Yeah. I watched a couple of events and it still said Tokyo 2020 on it. Yeah, yeah. So it's supposed to be Tokyo 2020. However, it got postponed to Tokyo 2021. So, they're not postponing the Winter Olympics. So, the Winter Olympics is going to be next year. Where are the Winter Olympics next um, year? So, I think it's it's Beijing. I know the next four, I believe. So, it's Beijing Winter Olympics. And then they're doing, oh, I don't know. I might be out of order. But they're doing Paris, Milan, Italy. And then they're doing, they just found out they're doing the next, like, the long time, but but the, in Australia. No kidding. Yeah, they're doing it in Australia, so. It's just so interesting watching it, though, because they, these extraordinary athletes that have been training for decades, probably, are trying to compete to be the best in the world. And to watch this is super fun, but... I don't know. We were talking about this for the podcast. Um, do you think Olympians should be paid? To be honest, I do. I really do because um, they have to leave their lives. They, they, this, the Olympians and the Paralympians. This is what they do. This is their job. This is their life. They're spending twenty four seven in the training center there and we also have the training center in Colorado Springs which is pretty cool but that is cool yeah um but yeah so they're they're spending most of their lives training for the Olympics for this month event you know so this they yeah I uh, do do you think NFL players should get paid do you yeah they do get paid they well yes that's it's a rhetorical (laughs) question but do you think <laughs> hockey player like you know stop laughing? I'm sorry. That, that was a good question. It like, was, do it you was. do you think NFL I'm just, should I'm just get paid? Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I get paid for. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like they are athletes, and they are the best athletes in the U.S. So yeah, I do think they should get paid. I think if you're going to broadcast this around the world for our entertainment, I think they should absolutely be paid. College athletes is another. It's, I it's, think it's, college it's, athletes should be paid. <laughs> it's a different can of worms, most definitely. Yeah. And I'm absolutely down with them being paid for their likeness. Well, do but you I, know how much money that college football gets and they get so much money. yeah and so there are and people how much is the olympics up. getting right yeah that's true so yeah i think yeah like college athletes should be paid they have, that's a difference they have <laughs> devoted most of their life to this one event and to get here to go to this point and then for our entertainment be put on the screen absolutely mm-hmm. i i cannot believe that they are just doing this pro bono for free 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's for their, like, you see people, like, I don't know if you watched the Pyeongchang Winter Olympics, Sean White won gold medal, he just came off his injury, um, and he won gold for USA, and he just, when he won gold, he just started bawling his eyes out, um, Every time I watch that back, I start crying because I remember watching that as a little kid. But he, they're doing this for not just them, but for the United States, you know. Um, these athletes are competing for the world, essentially, you know. It, it brings everyone together, which is awesome. Exactly, and it's for our entertainment, and you get to see – you know, on screen when they win whatever medal or even if they don't, you you see the, the, the tear in their eyes and the hard work and dedication that they have. I took this one class. Uh, my goodness. It had such a weird name. I can't remember what it called, but it was basically like a health and fitness class. But we were watching this Olympian who was running maybe a 100 or 200 meter dash, and he pulls his hamstring. And it was just it was so gut-wrenching because he's, he was hobbling around. He couldn't even cross the finish line. He was crying immediately. And then his dad runs out, and he's comforting him, and he's helping him cross the finish line with a pulled hamstring. Just then, you can see how much hard work and dedication that goes into the Olympics and the athletes that are, you know, competing. Yeah, I being in the springs, you do – you see how hard um... – these athletes train because we we do have a training center mm-hmm. um the some of them you, i was talking the incline about the incline we were but um some of the athletes go up on the incline and hop it with one foot and then hop it back down the other foot on one foot that's how like crazy they are and they they spend oh my gosh they they have one day a week to rest and then they do it again yeah it's 24 7 365 for these olympians mm-hmm. they have to watch what goes in their body they seriously have to watch how long they sit on the couch mm-hmm. it there's they do it down to a science basically yeah it is a science they yeah honestly they use a bunch of like um equipment too like kt tape and yeah yeah they do ice bath they make sure they eat like the right amount of food like they do not have the you know they can't go out and go get mcdonald's like they they, it's a i mean they could but it would affect them it's a full-time job being an olympian and i work a full-time job and guess what i get paid for it so why shouldn't they yeah i mean of course it's great once they they're they're on that pedestal and they're holding a bronze silver or gold and of course that's always worth it but I think they should be throwing some money for that. I agree. 100%. I read this article saying that some athletes and some of the public don't necessarily care for a bronze and silver medal. They only care about the gold. Do you think that's true or do you think we should appreciate just winning a medal regardless? If you ask me, of course – there is such thing as competition, and I think there should be a bronze, gold, and silver. 
But if you don't win that gold, if you win the bronze and silver, that is fucking incredible. You are second and third in the world. This isn't a fucking Ricky Bobby thing where if he ain't Shake first, you're bake. last. Yeah, if, 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 if he ain't first, you're last. That's yeah. so ridiculous. Yeah. I can't believe I saw this article where, you know, the country was just sad to see someone bring home a bronze or silver medal. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, okay. I kind of know. I've never heard of, like... I don't know, like fans getting mad and think they should abolish the. Okay, uh, well, well, maybe mad isn't the right term, but. Like upset, yeah. Like, I know what you're saying. Definitely kinda. just not as much excitement or excitement at all is a better term for yeah, it. Yeah, so I haven't heard of them talking about abolishing the gold, uh, silver and bronze. I definitely think they shouldn't do that, but I actually know the history why they did bronze silver and gold is because it's on the periodic table um like i think i don't know if they're right next to each other but uh it was like the easiest like things on the periodic table to create so that's how they they started bronze silver and gold but before they gave medals they actually gave um the victors and like olive break crowns like olive crowns yeah yeah and the medals actually did not have um like lanyards on them they were like little tokens like pit you know yeah it was very weird that i i know a lot of history about the medals unfortunately <laughs> but um so yeah i don't think they should like abolish the gold or the bronze and the silver because it's definitely not a participation contest if you know know what i'm saying i'm not saying they should abolish it either i just saw this one article where you know people weren't as stoked i guess i mean athlete i've heard athletes sometimes like there have been athletes who are so upset they got a silver medal maybe they okay maybe they that's sell it on an auction maybe that's what i read maybe it's the athletes yeah sometimes like athletes get very mad that they and which is crazy like they placed with so many other like they placed on the podium that's awesome like even if you didn't like you participate in the olympics but some athletes do get very upset and they sell their um medals on auction so listen i'm a very competitive person and being an athlete i understand olympians and where they're coming from but to put in all that hard work and dedication yeah i mean of course you would have preferred to get the gold but it paid off. You got a silver, you got a bronze, and you are up on that pedestal being second or third best in the world. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, and, like, even if you don't place, um, there was a fact in the museum, actually. So in the Rio games, 0.013% of people who tried out to be an Olympic um, swimmer at the Rio games um, – got in so 0.013 um, percent yeah that's so cool. isn't that crazy yeah like tried actually got in so it's to be an olympian it's harder than you think it's super hard you can't you just to be like your entire yeah. young life for it mm-hmm. and you have to be you know the right age you can't be too young your body's not necessarily developed yet or you can't be too old or else your body's gonna it's gonna start deteriorating yeah i mean there's not necessarily like restrictions like we have 
old, um, older, like, athletes, and we do have, like, younger, like, 12-year-old athletes. That, that's the cool thing about the Olympics is that, or, and the Paralympics is that, um, there's not really, like, an age limit, but, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. No, yeah, there's, there, I'm just saying that there's a point, like, in your lifetime to where you will be at your peak. Yeah. And you could be too young for a certain event. For instance, like it could be like a sprinter or something. Like I I saw this um article today in prepping for you, by the way. Oh, hey. Thank <laughs> you. Right. Sometimes I just wing it. But <laughs> I was like, shit, this girl knows her stuff. I do know my <laughs> I spend day after day in the galleries looking at every fact yeah so. like, i actually have notes for you which is pretty rare i don't usually have a lot of notes <laughs> for people but i read this thing that um whoever won the gold for skating they were like 12 or 13 years old that's mm -hmm. insane yeah that's so cool it's it's crazy like imagine being a 12 year old kid winning the olympics like even as a 20-year-old, I'm like, what the? I could never. <laughs> right, right. But, like, I think weightlifting's a good example. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you, you can't be too young just because your body can't take it. But you can't also be too old because your body won't be able to perform what you used to be able to perform. Mm -hmm. So there's a certain um, amount in your lifetime, like, age-wise, to where this is the time to where you have to go and compete. Yeah, that that is, that is true. Yeah. I mean, it's, there are rare occasions that, like, they're older, and but yeah, I totally agree with you. No, yeah, that. yeah, you, you can definitely be older or younger. It can, yeah, but it's very rare, but yeah. Yeah, it's really cool seeing, like, the younger or older people um, compete and win, though, because you, you look at it, and you look at their age, and you're thinking, this person's not going to win. Yeah, my, my favorite artifact in the... I wouldn't say a whole entire museum, but in the Winter Games gallery, it's uh, there's a snowboarder. His name's Red Gerard. He is, was 13 years old um, when he went to the Winter Olympics, and he, when he was 17, um, I forget what games it was, but he was late, and he left his um, snowboarding goggles at home, and just the whole morning was going terrible for him. And then he went on the slopes and won gold for USA. Shut up, really? Yeah, that's my favorite. I'm like, if that's not like a teenage boy story, if I've ever heard one, but... That is so something I would do, too. Yeah, <laughs> same. For, for a guy that goes snowboarding a lot, you would think I would have all my shit together, like in a bag-wise, like equipment-wise. And usually I do, but there's always something that I forget, whether it's liners or like I forgot an extra under armor in case it's too cold there's always something i forget and i actually did and forget my goggles a couple years ago when i went snowboarding with my friend <laughs> that's and when you just go on was, and just suck it up he was so <laughs> your eyes are gonna hurt he was so mad too he didn't say anything but i can just tell by the expression his blank expression on his face that he was just not happy because he showed up at he, he was one of those early birds yeah. I absolutely applaud you if you're a morning person because I never have and I absolutely never will. Even even in elementary school when school started at like 
you know, nine o'clock. I was like, Jesus Christ, this sucks. I used to be a morning person, but when I got my job at Chiba Hut, I'd be working. (laughs) You're still laughing about that. (laughs) But no, I'd I'd get shifts till 3 a.m. And then I'd have to, like, go to bed. I can just imagine you in your Chiba Hut outfit. That's why I'm laughing. Like, you know, the whole um, visor with the Chiba Hut logo. Well, we didn't actually have to wear, you know, I didn't get, like, one of those. I didn't, we didn't, like, wear uniforms. I don't know. Maybe it really? Def- yeah, maybe it was the oh, shop. Because cool. I got I got to wear, like, jeans and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. But it, it was definitely, it was fun <laughs> working there. But, yeah, no, that messed up my sleep schedule. I always have bad luck when it comes to jobs because I never, all the jobs that I have had, they have a uniform, right? But I never get one. I've been working at Papa John's for, like, four months now, and I just got my uniform, like, maybe a month ago. Oh, really? Yeah, and I remember my um, my manager, my shift manager at the time, was like, Evan, why, why, why aren't you wearing your Papa John's clothes? And I'm like, you haven't given me any. What the what the fuck are you talking about? And it was the same thing when I worked at Intajuice. Um, oh, you worked at Intajuice? Of course I worked I've at Intajuice. I've heard horror stories about Intajuice. Well, they're probably all true. Yeah. <laughs> About the manager. <laughs> oh, I could go off on the manager yeah. all day. Shout out to Best Rat, baby. <laughs> I hope you're listening. Oh, fuck no. He probably doesn't even know what Spotify is. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Best Rat is... His name's Best Rat? Best Rat, like B-E-S-R-A-T or B-E-Z-R-A-T. I never figured it out, but it was... Best Rat. Yeah, it was one of those two. He Love means me. well... And it's just the way um, his culture goes, but he's very sexist. And, yeah, fair and, enough. <laughs> yeah, and I worked with all women. I was the only guy that worked there, you know, and he treated me like a king, and I absolutely was undeserving of it. And sometimes, you know, the girls would get mad, and I felt bad. I'm like, I'm sorry. Why do I hate that? <laughs> I hate I hate it. I hated it, too. I was like, my goodness gracious. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but I worked at Intajuice for, I want to say... I didn't work there long because I worked there during the summer, and then I went back to school. Simply told mm-hmm. them, listen, i got to change my schedule because I'm back at school, and I'm doing sports. Yeah, school and to juice. Like, he, which one comes first? He simply could not understand that. He would always call and be like, you were supposed to be at work two hours ago. And I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. I'm at practice right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, I that I never got one into juice shirt there. I always wore my... Just regular clothes. I, I, I have to say, I've never gotten a uniform until I worked this job. Actually, no. It was the, like, golf course Same job, here. But... Yeah, it was the same thing with Papa John's. That was my first uniform, and I've yeah. had so many jobs. My uniform was so expensive, though, because we are sponsored by Polo and Nike. Ooh, fancy. So I get very nice polo but i have to pay for it (laughs) so i have like a nike shirt which is and like a hoodie i love it it's so cute like our uniforms are really cute but it's very expensive yeah i totally forgot to tell you to bring your usa stuff because i was gonna wear stuff like usa stuff i actually it was really cool um i got so if you watch the opening ceremony they had like those striped shirts um, like Polo Ralph Lauren, every um, opening ceremony and closing ceremony designs the outfits for the USA um, teams. For and so I have like one of those shirts. 
I got from my job. No kidding. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder how Under Armour and Adidas and basically any other company that isn't Nike, I don't know how they stay in the game. Nike is a fucking monopoly, especially yeah. <laughs> with the Olympics. They do every sport now. Like The NBA was the last one to not be Nike jerseys. They were Adidas, I believe, before two or three years ago. But now, of course, Nike. Not going to lie. I've, I've always loved Nike over the other brands. I've always been a Nike guy. In the past two years, for some reason, Under Armour is just coming out with cool shit. Really? Yeah, they come mm. out at least with like cool. They come out with comfortable, um, like running shorts, and they have cool graphic tees. So, and they're really comfy too. It's like I don't know if it's hundred percent cotton, but it certainly feels like it. It's really soft. It's like that Charmin Ultra Soft baby. You know, like it's uh, really. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you did not say that. <laughs> Charmin Ultra Soft, baby. <laughs> oh my god, I've been seeing those commercials so, so much lately, and I'm like, listen, it's not 2010 anymore. Can we stop doing toilet paper commercials? <laughs> no, with the bears. <laughs> it's so Ooh. dumb. Like, do you remember? I remember growing up just watching Nickelodeon. It was a Charmin Ultra Soft commercial every other commercial. Yeah, no, seriously. Well, okay, this is so unrelated with the Olympics and the Paralympics. We're but very going on we're like unrelated on the... <laughs> topics right now. It happens. That's okay. But, uh, no, I've, so I've taken a mass media class, and it's crazy. Um, you see, like, how many companies own the, like, the television we watch today. And it's scary because, like, it's not that much. Like, Disney owns, like, a lot of it yeah it's, comcast it's, owns most of what we it's like five major groups history has just proven that when one company has a monopoly whether it's tv or clothing like it just doesn't end well yeah and i'm and i've been saying this on the podcast for so long i'm telling you it's going to be disney apple and nike they're gonna rule, rule the, the entire, world like, give it by 2050 it, it'll just be Marvel this, Disney that, Nike this. And Apple I love that. Marvel, but like that it's scary. Like oh, it's scary. knowing I'm not a conspiracy theorist per se. <laughs> but I definitely look at them. <laughs> I love how you said per, per se. se. But I acknowledge <laughs> them. Gave you the them. to say whatever you want. <laughs> I definitely acknowledge them and it, it's very scary. Like having five companies control what you're watching. Mhm. Like, uh, doesn't that freak you out? I'm going to start saying per se per once <laughs> once I start going off on something that I'm really passionate about. <laughs> I'm not a weightlifter per, per se, se, but. <laughs> <laughs> However, it's like an excuse. It's it like... just so happens. <laughs> it's like if you're really bad at something and you're like, okay, I'm not, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm a soccer player per se. So like, it's a, excusing me if I'm crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Per se. Per se. Per se. But I think the only reason Under Armour is hanging on is because they have Steph Curry and Tom Brady. That has to be it. But you got to think. Well, what about the other companies? What does Adidas have? I don't. Fila. <laughs> what, what's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They sell it at Ross now. <laughs> you know what I thought was going to be fucking big in elementary school is Reebok. 
I can't believe I think they're I, I think they're coming back. Don't quote me on this. I but, think they're dead. But uh, no, I think they're I'm, coming back. If you go to Urban Outfitters, they sell Reebok shoes, and they're like vintagey. I would buy one. There's they're cute. <laughs> they're coming back. I don't think watch, so, but I if, if if they do, hats off to you. Yeah, I'll I'll predict the future. But how are companies like that still in business? Reebok, they don't do anything anymore. They don't make jerseys. They make shitty shoes. I don't get it. But I thought Reebok was going to be big because they signed Peyton Manning to a deal. And this was the one and only time I ever got Reebok shoes. Do you remember the Reebok Rezigs? No. (laughs) I'm not a big shoe person. I I wear like one pair of shoes for like a year. I love shoes. This is just between you and me and, of course, my listeners. But Hello, listeners. Keep Hello, this listeners. How you Keep doing? this secret, okay? I call them my beautiful, sexy friends because they're so beautiful and sexy. Your shoes? <laughs> no, my listeners. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every one of them that chooses to listen to my podcast, you're beautiful and you're sexy and I love you. <laughs> he loves you. I love you so I much. can't say the same. <laughs> I'm pretty hard. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Vic fucking hates you, son of a bitch. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but Period. Again, just between you and me, and of course no one else, uh, this shirt I'm wearing right now, I have $500 shoes that go with them because I, shoes. I was looking at your shirt and I'm like trying to figure it out. Looks like a rug it's or a, a toothpaste <laughs> cap. <laughs> oh, it's a towel. <laughs> it's a towel. You're I'm, a towel. You're a towel. Have you not seen South Park? No oh, comment. Sh- 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 <laughs> I've seen one episode and I was like, "This is enough." <laughs> I South can't. Park is my fucking religion. Right I like now. Rick and Morty. Yes, I fucking. Have love you Rick watched and... season four? Was that the mean... no? Was it five? Season, season five. five. Yeah. So I, I can't have... keep track. Numbers. I don't know who came up with this idea, but they should fucking die. Whoever decided we're gonna release one episode at a time per week, go fuck yourself. I fucking hate you i told you honestly i told you at the beginning of the podcast i disagree i am an impatient person all right so when shit like loki the falcon winter soldier and the mandalorian come out just one episode a week i want to die i'd rather i disagree are you kidding i hate it did you watch like wandavision and like loki and all of that what do i look like an amateur to you okay fair enough (laughs) i I know my fellow marvel person I, (laughs) i tell people this all the time i am a jock i fucking love sports but i'm a goddamn nerd too i love comics they're very fun i i don't read comics but i'm I'm very into Star Wars and, like, Marvel. You and me the, are going to get along just Girls now. don't. <laughs> girls typically are like, oh, yeah, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, every week that um, WandaVision came out, I sat down and watched it. Like, the m- day it came out. I, I was did like, that. oh, my gosh. I did that with WandaVision, too. And WandaVision was perfect at doing it just because they, they, it's an intricate interesting story you know and i'm not saying that loki and the falcon the winter soldier aren't but they definitely weren't as intricate or no the the way they made it was crazy like how it was like just oh like the eras and then how it went backwards and then i was like what and then it just leaves you with so many questions which is why i was fine with watching wandavision week to week you know with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, it was again, it was good. I hated and I, that one. You did. I liked I it, but it was like just it. it was just your basic Marvel show, you know? Yeah. Like it was interesting, but 
you know, they, they tried to keep you hooked after each episode. Like, they always give you, like, a 30-second clip that of something that's going to come next week. And I'm like, eh, I'm not I was excited. an angry bear when they were, like. Back up. A what? An angry bear. Sad bear. Angry bear. <laughs> I was an angry bear. Vic, what the hell? Angry bear. <laughs> I have never I say a that. lot of weird things, so bear with me. I <laughs> get it? Bear God with me. God damn it, Vic. <laughs> okay, but. <laughs> um but what was i saying oh i was an angry angry bear bear. when they like replaced captain america i was like you can't do that excuse me no rude the guy that's coming on my podcast next week he he's been on before Mm -hmm. but listeners only listened to him once because when we did our second episode months ago i uh How do I describe this? Um, I was recording – this is before I had my podcasting equipment, so I was just recording off of voice memos, right? But yeah. this was before I had my iPad, so I was doing voice memos off my MacBook because it sounded way better than my iPhone XS for some reason because that just doesn't sound right. But it was. The voice memos on my computer were way more clear than my phone, right? And we talked for like two hours and 30 minutes, and then at some point my computer just automatically went in sleep mode, so it didn't record any of the conversation. Oof. Yeah. That's a... Yeah, but anyway, in that episode, I went into great detail about uh, just how Marvel fans need to get their shit under control. Marvel fans? Yeah, they need to start managing their expectations better because I there was this whole thing behind John Walker and you guys, I don't, I don't even... Most of the Marvel fans didn't give him a chance. It was the first episode to where, you know, the guy, he, he's like, please welcome your new Captain America. He comes out and he does, he literally doesn't say a word. He just winks. And Marvel fans are in fucking tyranny. They are I fired am up. heated. I hate this. You guys didn't give him a chance, though. No. Like, he actually ended he up was, being pretty cool. No, though. he wasn't. Oh, my God. I still hate him. I nope. think you just mm-hmm. hate him because he's not as sexy as Chris Evans. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a point. Maybe. I'm just saying, like, you you guys didn't give him a chance. It, like, episode one, please welcome your new Captain America. He does a wink, and then everyone's like, all right, we're going to see. Did you know he got death threats? He was literally sent Good. death threats. <laughs> good god damn <laughs> y'all are ruthless you need to start managing your expectations more like this whole campaign to bring back tony stark fuck you bring he... back tony <laughs> no fuck you he had the greatest character arc there's no reason to bring him back please don't no no i agree <laughs> i agree with that he like when when he died Died for a cause. <laughs> right. Welcome to Under Some Podcast, by the way, where we are on one topic and then we will get on a completely different topic. It's this, my this ADHD. No, I'm right? kidding. I just think it's the beauty of a conversation. You know, it's not every conversation is going to be on one topic for an hour. That's you know? true. How did we get from the Olympics to Marvel? I would uh, like to know. <laughs> it started with Nike, didn't it? With like Schneike. them being a monopoly. Yeah. Sh- Wait, what? Nike. <laughs> Why, why are you calling it Schneike? Schneike. I don't know. What does that mean? Like, sweet Nike? Like, sh- Schneike? No, know. it's just, like, Schneike. I like it, though. Like, <laughs> it doesn't have to have any reason, but I like it. Sorry, I'm weird. But anyway. <laughs> okay, me being the podcaster I am, let's shoehorn this back into the reason why you're here. To the Olympics? And Paralympics? No, to Marvel. 
<laughs> I'm, no, I'm okay, yes. guys. <laughs> okay, strap in, folks. Here we go. <laughs> okay, yeah, I do want to shoehorn this back into the Olympics. Simone Biles. He's my queen. Yeah, so I didn't watch uh, her or in a lot of the Olympics. I only watched a couple events, to be honest. But I saw she was getting ridiculed. Like, she was getting a lot of hate mail for dropping out of the events because... Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but she thought that she had some injury, but then she dropped out because of mental health, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I was watching, like, even Barstool, like, the one-minute man was, like, trolling Simone. Hi, dog. <laughs> trolling Simone. And I don't know. With Simone Biles, is that athletes are under so much pressure. Like, the whole world is, especially the gymnastics team. For a weird reason, every, when it's the Olympics, everyone loves the women's gymnastics team. That's the biggest event that there is. Um, but to be a U.S. woman, like, gymnastics, that's, like, so much pressure. You're going to have everyone putting their input, their two cents in, and... So, with her mental health, there was a sexual um, assault case. Oh, there was. Yeah. That's right. So, it was brave of her even just going on, you know, just even being in Tokyo um, after dealing with stuff like that. So, I think she's so strong. Um, but, and again, like, it that poor girl is getting so many people's input like you should have done this like you only did the balance beam like blah 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 no I say she's a queen and like who she shouldn't care about what anyone thinks because it's literally at the end of the day it's just a sports competition like there's gonna be another one (laughs) but exactly before before we touch any more on this, we should probably tell the viewers that don't know, like, the speculation and conspiracy theories on why she did this. I heard, and please tell me if there's more, but this is the only conspiracy theory I heard, that she just made the – she didn't necessarily make the mental health thing up, but she just did it at the right time so she can come back and compete later and win. Did did they win gold? Uh, I – I don't. I think some. Well, so with but, gymnastics, it's different. They get like medals for each. I think one of them got gold. Simone Biles got bronze. Okay. Yeah. But wasn't there conspiracy theories that she pulled the mental health card to, like, just be out of a couple events and then come back and do more or something? Yeah. So with the. This is, like, the most controversial thing. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, like, good for you with mental health. But why why did you do, like, one event at the end? Yeah. Like, why didn't you just quit the whole thing if it's because of mental health? Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, again, that's no one's place to say but Simone's Biles. Not even her coaches. It is no one's fucking place to say. If she wants to do the balance beam, she can do the balance beam. I was fucking baffled. I was like, seriously? You guys need to mind your own fucking business. Yeah. Some people just always love turning nothing into something to get attention. I 
that's just my theory. Yeah. I don't know. That's what. That's why I feel like I see all these fights on Twitter and Instagram and this and that. I seriously think it's just to get a rise out of people or something. Simone Biles, a fucking brave lady, a queen to, to <laughs> even speak up about that. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so. To cool. even just be a presence at the Tokyo Do Olympics. You know how stressful that is. Yeah. After everything that happened to her too, like. And she, the thing is, she didn't want to let, like, of course, she wanted to do, I, I'm not talking behind, like, for Simone Biles, but, of course, if I was in that position, of course, like, I'd want to do all the events, like, it's the Olympics. Yeah. However, she was looking after her team, because she wasn't mentally, like, I can't do this event. I'm not mentally ready for this event. And for her to speak up mm -hmm. and, you know, drop out of them, that is so fucking brave. That's incredible. Yes. Again, Simone Biles, a queen. She is a fucking queen. It's <laughs> awesome. Have you ever been to Jeffco Stadium? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. I don't know if you've Sadly. ever seen it full, but it there's a good amount of people there when it's fucking full. Is that where your high school played? Uh, we played at the NAC. Sometimes, yeah. No. Uh, a West mainly played at the NAC, but if you were a track runner like me, you oh, were okay. at Jeffco Stadium every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's just because it's the nicest track in Colorado. That's where they hold state. I don't know if anyone knew that, but I did not. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the biggest track. But when you go to semifinals and you do, uh, <laughs> but it is fucking full because there's so many, there's so many schools there and there's so many parents. Just watching like Jeffco Stadium fill up, it's already stressful just seeing all those people there. So. I can understand where Simone is coming from. And that's just with a couple hundred people at Jeffco, okay? You have the entire fucking world watching you live, like broadcast, and then there's people there, obviously. Yeah, like, I'd even get scared with my mom watching me on the sidelines and peewee soccer. Like, Seriously, I mean, it's, yeah. it's stressful <laughs> with the whole crowd there watching the whole you world. compete to be the greatest in the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. So I think Simone Biles, she's a queen. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. She um, did what she needed to do. And if you're, you sit there and you're like, okay, well, she should have done this. Well, you need to check yourself because you don't put your, like, you don't understand what she went through. Seriously. No, the only person who understands what she went through is her and her teammates. For real, and to just get a rise out of people and do all these conspiracy theories, it's just so unnecessary. It's kind of sad. It's really sad. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, do you people The only person jobs? who can speak behind what she did and how she made her decisions is Simone Biles herself, so. Right. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's end on this. Which is another controversial topic. So whoop, whoop. we are right on point, aren't we? Mm -hmm. um, I want to talk about transgender people in the Olympics. This mm -hmm. is obviously highly controversial, but I think it's something that needs to be discussed. Yes. I'm just letting everyone know that this is not but on behalf of the United States Olympic or Paralympic Museum when I'm about or anything in this what I'm saying. So this is personal. This is my opinion. This is a big, not even just the Olympics and Paralympics, but big thing in um, just sports in general. Uh, yeah. So 
I, uh, <laughs> it's a huge thing. Um, but I, I do believe that women are biologically different than men. And so just, just uh, that's why they have different events. Like they have women's and they have men's is because men has more, like scientifically men have more testosterone. Women have more estrogen. Um, yeah, no, it's, and I'm not saying women can't, like, beat men. I'm not saying women can't play football. I'm not saying women can't wrestle. However, I think everyone looks at the fact that, like, women and men and transgender people, like, LGBTQ can play different, can use the same bathrooms, can play different sports I think that if you're like biologically scientifically if you are a man you should play like men's sports if you are a woman you should play women's sports however there is that line where it depends what sport if you're playing football um I don't know it's such a controversial topic but it like if you're wrestling like, I have had, like, wrestler friends, and I've heard them talk about, like, wrestling girls. Like, yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> like, and girls, by scientifically, don't have that same amount of testosterone, you know what I'm saying? However, I can't speak on the fact, because I'm not transgender, um, like, because I think they can take, like, estrogen pills and testosterone pills but still like biologically like for example like Caitlyn Jenner like bigger than most females and that's just it's very it's a sensitive and hard topic you know and then this bleeds into like the Grammys are you gonna have like singing you know like men have different like vocal cords than women are you gonna have men and women like same you know yeah I can't reach a low pitch that you know guys can guys can't reach a high pitch that I can and that's not saying for everyone there are those like odd people out of the statistics you know that can do that stuff but I totally I don't know maybe I'm just going to circle but it's so controversial yeah it's definitely <laughs> a hard topic to talk about but it's something that needs to be discussed right yeah it's it's very especially as a sports business communications you know major it's this is the biggest thing people like are talking about right. so yeah <laughs> uh i just want to start off by saying i absolutely stand with transgender people yeah and the lgbt2 too. community i if you i think it it's if it's decision that you want to make switching genders i think you should be able to do that i do firmly believe that if that some person might be born in the wrong body if you were born a girl, but you think you're a guy, I absolutely believe that. I, I, mean, I, I think, 100% agree. Yeah, and I think if you want to make that transition, I think you should. However, when it comes to sports, it's just it's very touchy. Like, it goes back to what you said. Men and women are biologically different. There's just no denying it. Yeah, whether Sci it has to do science with, is science. You whether know? it has to do with testosterone, estrogen, hip ratios, 
muscle ratios. It's we are completely different, and there is a reason why men and women don't compete together. Yeah, it's sports. like Evan. Do you want to one v one me? Yeah, and like, there's tackle? a reason why I didn't. Like, no, right? <laughs> I don't know. That's not gonna work. Right, and when you have transgender people in sports, you are at an advantage because you were once something else, and now you're just you're not that other gender. You were. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I think they should do? I think they have an option. They can do co-ed. They have co-ed sports. Yeah. Maybe they can do, like, co-ed, like, transgender, like, a section of the Olympics. Like, they have the Olympics. They have the Paralympics. They could do, like, co-ed, transgender. Right. You know? So that people who are actually signing up are like, okay, um... I am, like, well aware that this person wasn't biologically a woman, biologically a man. Um, and they are different. Maybe they are taking, like, um, estrogen. Maybe they're taking um, testosterone. Right. But that could be, like, a whole, like, another, like, place for them to go. You know what I'm saying? I like, am, I'm, I'm just all about fairness. Yeah, I am too. Like, and I'm not saying that a woman cannot beat a guy. I'm just saying typically, like, let's just talk about high school, for instance, like high school men and women are completely different. And it just wouldn't be fair if every time I did a track race, I was racing all women. That's just it's just not fair. Yeah. And like there's going to be some girls that do beat you Fuck like 100 yeah. percent. But like, well, it's just <laughs> majority. Well, well, it's just not. crazy that when people bring up this topic, they automatically want to say that, well, uh, you're saying that a woman can't do what a man can do. We're not saying that at all. No. We're just saying there's an entire difference, and I am all about fairness. And again, it like it and really you- depends what sport. So, like, if you're playing, what's it called? Um, well, it's like I the mean, shuffleboard one the where on the ice, you know. Is it actually they're... called shuffleboarding? No, it's like it has a name oh to it. Oh, my God, uh, curling. That's curling, it yes. Yeah. It's like, okay. That doesn't really matter, right? Golf, I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know much about golf. Okay, well, but I can't well, really say oh, golf. well, well. Here's the sports that would make an entire fucking difference: boxing, wrestling, weightlifting, yeah, yeah. track running. It's yeah. you know, boxing. <laughs> yeah, if if you were a man, put and, me in a ring. Well, this has happened, right? Hasn't it? Ha- I don't know if necessarily in the Olympics, but in professional sports, where, for instance, like a trans man transitioned into a woman and she she is now competing in women's sports and she's completely dominating the field because she was once a man filled with testosterone and muscles right yeah uh, yeah no what i what i'm saying is like i support lgbtq of course i do if you want to transition go off that's your decision you're a queen you're yeah a king. and you are entitled that decision oh and yeah i think if you want to do it you should absolutely do it yeah but there should be like classes there should be women's men's and like trans league right yeah i think i think that is a great solution because they do have co-ed like they have co-ed soccer yeah and i wish i do really wish i could tell trans people that you can compete with men and women but it's just it's not it's not a fair advantage you have you have a genetic advantage yeah i mean this is just such a because there's it really depends there's so many factors it depends what sport it like there are girls on the football team 
And I do support that 100%, like a kicker. Like, that's awesome. I think bottom line, if you were just trans, if you're male or female, if you have a passion, I think you should be able to do it. Whether if it's cooking, driving, sports, I don't care. Yeah. I'm always, I am in big support. If you have a passion, you should be able to do it. It's just so unfortunate that with trans people in sports right now it creates an unfair advantage yeah i this topic literally like makes my brain hurt yeah it makes my <sighs> brain hurt too because there's just not a huge solution yeah it's not the this sounds so terrible to say but it's really not my decision so i i can't like oh it's so hard to talk about right i can't <laughs> I, I can, but, like, uh, so controversial. But, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what that – we'll see what the solution they have in the future. I am definitely don't want to be one to make that solution. Right? It's such a tough thing. Because there's so yeah. many factors, and it kind of goes into, like, politics, and I'm like, uh, I don't right? like politics. So. And I understand this is a controversial topic, and I'm so sorry I if I offended anyone out there. I do not mean to. And my trans people out there, you know I love you. I love you so much, and I support everybody. But just because a topic is, like, controversial doesn't mean I'm going to shy away from it. I think we do that a lot. I'm over here like, oh. It's something that needs to be discussed. <laughs> controversial topics need to be discussed instead yeah. of shoving them down and not talking about it. Yeah. I agree. It's like, yeah, it's like analysis. It's like, well, there are people who, Kowalski. yeah analysis kowalski analysis report (laughs) (laughs) i there is gonna be some episode where i'm just gonna talk about my favorite memes there's so many memes i I love memes so much i have i would i'll show you them (laughs) i'm like i have i have a whole pinterest board of just memes no yeah Vic. we already did an hour i don't think we're gonna do yeah i know memes memes. (laughs) i mean we'll do it off air but if you guys want to see a meme episode, I will. I will certainly do one because my favorite memes are the pop. I don't. I don't, I don't have TikTok, so I'm just a meme guy. Yeah. Have you seen like the pop tart memes, where like the flavors like? No. I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, they're funny. <laughs> oh my god. Um, this meme's so fairly new, so I can't remember how it goes. So guess what? I'm not gonna say it, but I'm gonna go back and look at the saved one that I do have, because it's really. I'll, I'll show you after this. I, I love memes. Yeah. But anyway, Olympics. I don't know. Olympics. I think I need to clear the air with my listeners here. I do have TikTok. Yeah, I just I never used it. Um, I downloaded it just because this was during quarantine last year, like July. And this was when TikTok was really popular, right? Mm-hmm. And I was so stinking tired of people saying, download TikTok. Like, it'll be the best <laughs> thing ever. I downloaded it out of peer pressure. And guess what? It worked. Like, I downloaded it, but also it shut them up. I never fucking opened the app. I've made three TikToks out of movie quotes and stuff, but that's it. I love TikTok. <laughs> well, yeah. And I, I like, could spend, okay. I don't I'm, have a problem with TikTok either. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, you just. Making TikToks are weird. Like, but there's some very fun, like my, I don't know. There's some very funny ones but there's some really cringy ones like shirtless right. men and dan- i don't i'm like ew stop <laughs> i think there's good and bad things about tiktoks you know the 
bad part is, you know, people are just desperately trying to be famous and just doing terrible shit, such as, you know, guys and girls just doing shirtless pics or maybe, I don't know. I see a lot of Instagram models just flashing their boobs and butt in the <laughs> camera, and they're just trying to get famous off that, and I just think it's I just think it's really insulting. But it really. works. Sex sells, ladies and gents. Which is... It really which does. Is, which is fine, but that's... I don't want to see that. I want to see funny stuff. I, If I wanted to watch porn, I would have watched <laughs> porn, all right? Which is why... Okay, but, like... And this is weird. Like, I don't want to talk about, like, sex or porn. But anyway... <laughs> Because <laughs> I don't. That's gross. I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I'm Ew. kidding. I'm kidding. Cooties. Anyways, um, but no, like in one of my like media classes, that like pe- like people would literally subliminally message the word sex into like um, commercials because this will literally get people to buy it. They wouldn't think they'd see like the word sex, but they like subliminally see it because it was just a flash on the screen and they're like oh like carl's jr has done it and like people are like oh i'm gonna go get carl like carl's jr like Mm -hmm. it it's weird but yeah very weird what what was i going with that oh i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i'm literally i have acdc guys so you have acdc acdc (laughs) the band acdc the band i have it oh I have ADHD. No, I have ACDC. Oh, shit. What does that stand for? (laughs) No, it's just a joke. It's like ADHD, but I have ACDC. No, yeah, I figured you were making a joke. It was a joke. I I, I don't know if you actually came up with, like, the term (laughs) It does not. Right? But in ways that TikToks are good, I thought it really brought us together during the pandemic. Like, people are dancing. They're having fun. And also, it's a great cure for boredom, so I've heard. Like, I think if if they're really bored, they just go on TikTok and... Again, that can also be bad because then maybe you won't get anything done. But yeah, but if you're if you're like my friend and I see you making thirst traps, I will like bully you. I will 100 percent be like, no, take that down. I'm bullying you. Yeah. And I probably have like. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't hate TikTok. I just don't. I don't want to get into it because I'm afraid I'll get addicted to it. You know, like I'm addicted. The last thing I need is more social media in my life. Like it's not like. I'm addicted to social media, but I certainly like going on Instagram and looking at funny memes. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and this again is like where my major comes into play. Is like I love social media, like for marketing, it's so awesome. Right. Like it helps reach a bunch of people. Like I was a social um, medium like intern for a uh, organization called Fostering Hope. And, like, it reached a lot of people, like, more people. So, it's it's a very good, like, business tool. However, like, social media, just personally, it takes away from life, you know? Oh, it certainly does. And, and like, people are, like, filters and pretending yeah. something that they're not. And, like, being happy and they're really sad. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it used – and sometimes it still does, but – not not more recently because I'm happy with who I am and what <laughs> I do. Like, I'm a baddie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a baddie. Oh, fuck no, but I don't know. I just used to not have any confidence in who I was. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's that's just a part of growing up, especially in high school. You don't know who you are. No, I still don't. Are you kidding? Right? Like, I'm like, I don't uh, either, but, like, 
I'm happy with who I am right now and I'm happy, I don't know. I'm always constantly evaluating myself and just seeing how I can make my well-being and self better. So just knowing that I'm always like trying to make my well-being and life better, I'm happy with that. You know, yeah. like some people are fine with just being in the same place that they are. And if and if you're happy with it, then by all means. I strive for growth. Right? Like yeah, as much I as I growth. like look back my high school days, I'm like, ew, like yeah. I was cringy, like, oh ew. Yeah, I but like cool. it's cool because yeah, I'm like cool I grow so much. How much you've grown evolved. Like even just a year ago, like it's not like I was a shitty person, but it's nice to see like the corners that I'm cleaning up, right? It's it's the small little things that I clean up that make my life a little bit better, right? Yeah. <laughs> Were we talking about the Olympics? Hey, fuck me, <laughs> We're man. like, fuck okay, me. welcome to our therapy session. Welcome to our fucking TED Talk. <laughs> How to be and a better person. <laughs> <laughs> Where, okay. you, what, what was your last question? Where the fuck, Olympics? Where the Paralympics? fuck was I going with that? Paralympics? Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm out of questions. Oh, really? Well, can I talk a little bit about it? There's so much. Can you talk a little bit about Can I talk a little bit? A little bit? Yeah, okay. Yay! <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about the Paralympics. Okay. Uh, that's one thing that I'm like, I want to talk about. Because the Paralympics is the most... Oh my gosh. There's no coverage on it whatsoever. I'm going to ask you a question. I wouldn't doubt it because I'm, I haven't seen a lot of it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interview you now. <laughs> like, who do you think is the most decorated athlete? I'm going to go with Sean White because that's the only one that comes okay, to mind. Okay, actually, no, but he well, is the yeah, most <laughs> He is the most decorated winter Olympian. So you kind of got it right. But, um, no, a lot of people say Michael Phelps is the most. Um, oh. Yeah. It never comes to mind until you bring it Yeah, up. until it's Michael. How, how did yeah. I not think of that? Which which he is. So, Sean Waite's the most decorated winter Olympian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Phelps is the most decorated Olympian. However, with the whole, like, Olympics and the Paralympics, um, summer, winter, the most decorated athlete is a girl named Trisha Zorn. She's a visually impaired um, swimmer. Michael Phelps has like 25, 23 medals. Trisha Zorn, guess how many she has? I'm going to go with 24. 55. Jesus. And Christ. no one knows. No one knows. If I said, do you know who Trisha Zorn is? No one would know. Like, there's so many crazy stories. Like, they're in sports, too. Sled hockey. Like, have you seen sled hockey? Have you seen wheelchair rugby? No, I honestly haven't seen it's any insane. Of this. Wheelchair basketball. I, I met have seen wheelchair basketball. I met the uh, Matt Scott. He is on the USA wheelchair basketball team. He is so nice, by the way. But like what they do is insane. Yeah, but I mean I've I've been around um paralympic athletes and it's it's kind of funny like you don't even look at them in that way they're just a normal human being that can do extraordinary things you know it's i I don't know i i look at them the same as i look at michael phelps 
they're you know like i do acknowledge <laughs> like that they are paralympic yeah. however it does not matter like what they do is crazy it's insane it's really it's really inspirational yeah and i i think that the paralympics are so unrepresented it's so sad i think they offer so much inspiration because for that person that's sitting at home with all this doubt saying that they can't do something and then you see someone for instance that has like a prosthetic leg running track or something yeah and well i think i think bethany hamilton you know her yeah yeah the she's yeah so they have surfing now in the olympics it this was the first year for it and usa women's won gold actually so but anyways um bethany hamilton i think she's surfing for the paralympic isn't that cool yeah cool more you know so you say that there's not a lot of coverage on this why do you think that is i don't <laughs> it's such a tough question and i probably shouldn't say this That's but my job. i think it's questions. because of people not knowing it i i don't think that the usoc funds it as much as the actual like olympics because nobody knows nobody views it nobody flies out and goes to see the Paralympics you know everyone's like the Olympics the Olympics the Olympics and I think it's just a like the USOC does not cov- like give it as much funding because people just don't understand don't see you know I I'm so thankful I do work in a museum that I am educated and I know about all this stuff like in the Paralympics, they have bocce ball. and the Paralympics, they have goal ball. Um, you guys probably would not ever know what that is. But look it up. It's really cool. Um, but what they do is amazing. And I think that there should 100% be more coverage on it. But I think there should, too. That's so inspirational to see, you know, regardless of a disability or something like that, they still stride and succeed. That is so cool. Yeah, my my favorite Olympian and par or Paralympian in the like just my favorite athlete is a girl. Her name's Oksana Masters. She's amazing. My my just her whole backstory. Again, look her up. Um, just so inspirational. She does summer and winter like Paralympic sports. So no kidding. Yeah, no, it's really cool what they do, but. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Period. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, you ready to wrap this up? You want to go get some fuzzies? Yeah, I'm so hungry. <laughs> yeah, me too. I want a taco. <laughs> fuzzies is so many taco places that are so expensive. Tacos like two dollars and fifty cents now. And they're nachos, so good. <laughs> so good. Yep. Okay, we're going to get fuzzies. Okay. Now, <laughs> um, tell people. The name of this museum, where it is, how much a ticket is, I guess. Yeah, so, okay. So, the United States Olympic Paralympic Museum. Don't forget Paralympic. Um, um, it is located Colorado Springs, South Sierra Madre Street. Um, the tickets, it depends. We give military, but um, discounts, first responder, and senior and children under three and children but um it's i think it's like 20 
That's a good question. Is that a <laughs> if like discounted, it's nineteen. <laughs> discounted, it's like nineteen. I think it's twenty-four. Okay. If not discounted, yeah. It's pretty pricey. Don't park in the parking lot because it's $15 for the day. Park in the meters. Yeah, it's insane. It's not even our lot. It's not. Another company owns it. Like, it used to be more expensive. But, yeah, when I had my interview, it was like $15 to park there for an hour. (laughs) My goodness. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, so do not park in the parking lot, ladies and gentlemen. Park on the meters or walk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Vic, thank you so much for talking with me. This was really fun. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be doing this, but yeah, no, yeah, I had a I'm blast. So, I, I'm so glad you did. This was this was really fun. Yeah, awesome. Alrighty, well, sweet. Let's go get some tacos. Tacos. All right, I will see you sexy motherfuckers later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Under the Sun. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review to help spread the word. You can also follow Evan for more cool content on Instagram at evan.dixon.22. Until then, we'll see you under the sun. Peace!